Hello and welcome to an advertisement for the Penny Peep Show. What is the Penny Peep Show? Well, in our podcast factory, our podcast scientists have been working hard on a range of light-hearted radio play anthology series that everyone can enjoy. Criminy Cricket spokesperson, is there a light-hearted radio play anthology series for me? No, every series is marked explicit. But why not tell your parents, nameless child? They'll find the Penny Peep Show wherever good podcasts are stocked. The Penny Peep Show. It's like dissolving your ears in a cocaine-laden off-brand soda. Is that a good Shut it, nameless child. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a little history podcast movie review. A bonus episode in this series where we watch a piece of media prior to recording this episode and then discuss our thoughts on it. So pretty much like any other movie review, uh, except this one will be like no other movie review because I am joined by none other than Will Davis Coleman and Patrick Courtney, the lovely boys from the Cloak and Dagger podcast, and the wonderful Jamie Graham from Jammy History Podcast. Welcome, lads. How you going? Yeah, all good. good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's, been, it's great to be here. Oh, absolutely. We're all very excited. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the subject matter. I mean, it's great to get, get back together and, uh, and, uh, and, get, and get you on board for the first time, Jamie. I'm good, great to have you. We've been talking about doing something for a while, and uh, yeah, this would be a, a good little way to get us uh, web acquainted, we'll say. <laughs> what better way to start, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can meet each other and force each other to watch... We will films. <laughs> we will watch terrible movies together. That's how I've made all my friends. It's the only way to do it. <laughs> oh. Um. oh, beautiful! All right, so so Will and Patrick, um, you're in the still in the postseason of your second season on Cities. Is that is that right? You, you must be in your pre-production for season three by now. Yeah, like our th- I think. Well, we did. I can't remember. Are we on third season three or four, Patch? We, we've done. Se- we've we've done season three. Christ, we should really oh, be better at yeah. remembering oh, how much we've done. I remember season three because we're currently recording like a, a season three point five, which may or may or may or may not be out by the time this comes out. Who knows? We're, our off seasons okay. are very variable in length based on <laughs> when, when we've got time to record. Oh, exactly, exactly. But your last one was on. Um, it was on cities, wasn't it? Is that the last? Yeah, one? Yeah, no, it was. It was. It oh, was good. on cities. Good. Yeah, um, and. We will be doing a, another series on cities, but the, we've got a mini series in between, which we're only four episodes on, and they they'll be coming out pretty soon. They'll be out um, probably by the time this airs. Okay, good. I thought that something went under. The, I thought I thought a full season went under the radar for me, and I was gonna I was gonna talk to my people no. and uh, <laughs> find out what happened. For a minute, I was panicking too. I was like, "Oh no, uh, what have I missed?" It's like a, a squadron of Japanese zeros on a. At Pearl Harbor, just getting underneath the, underneath the radar. Goes, what? Yeah. That about? yeah, that that's our new strategy. We're going to start releasing podcasts and try and make sure no one listens to them. I think yeah. it's, a, it's a real strong move on our part. No and then promotion. ignite the swarm all at once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you go to watch one podcast and you see, oh my god, there's been ten seasons and I didn't realize. That's really where we're trying to aim. Just to kind of then we surprise. sit back and we're just like, yes, yeah. <laughs> watch the accolades roll in. Exactly. <laughs> the court will grow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Well, I cannot oh. wait to listen to it. And I know a bunch of my listeners are chomping at the bit for it as well. So, uh, yeah, good times 
coming. And what about yourself, Jamie? How's um how's 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 your bits and pieces going? I think um a, a recent episode dropped at the time of this recording, so we're recording on what the twenty fourth of April. I think a recent episode of yours dropped about a week ago or so. Yeah, I, I had one that came out earlier this month. Oh, uh, it was the only episode I could cram out during the midst of all the uni work that are, has been piling on me at the moment. Uh, at time of well, at the time of this. I've currently got about 18,000 words of assessments to write uh, due oh in God. two weeks. Um, and don't ask me how it's going. It's fine. It's all good. Uh, we're, we're handling it. But yeah, once once I've got through that, I've got a nice, a nice period where I can actually make episodes again. And I'm excited for it. And it'll be great. Oh, so this is a good way to ease myself back into it, I think. Nice. nice. Just break up the study period as well. Like... When you got that mountain oh, assessment, you're like, oh shit! Like, <laughs> this is the daughter. first assessment thing, like non-assessment thing I've done in about two weeks, so it's been nice. Oh, this yeah. film is a worthy reason to break up. Mm. I think uh, an eighteen thousand word essay, like that's. <laughs> I think you made the right choice watching this film instead. I almost put it on my uh, request for an extension on one of them. I was like, please, I, I got to watch a film for this very important thing. I'm sure international podcast exactly. <laughs> across his continents <laughs> discussing cultural phenomenon that is the Immortals movie. Think of the prestige I'm throwing your way. Yeah. Uh, you could do a shout out to your uni just to, to keep <laughs> an extension going. <laughs> Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Well, uh, yeah, it's, it's like we're all uh, all a busy bunch, which is which is awesome. And um, again, thanks for jumping on, boys. Um, it's uh, yeah, which should be uh, should be a really really good time. Uh, so all this talk about movies, there, uh, there, dear listeners. Uh, we come to the um, come to the question of today, the movie in question. If you haven't seen the title of the episode and you've just blindly smashed that play button, good on you. I like that sort of activity. Uh, but our subject that, yeah. today is the movie Immortals, the 2011 blockbuster uh, starring Henry Cavill <laughs> as, uh, as Theseus and uh, Mickey Rourke, the aging Mickey Rourke as the devious King Hyperion. Uh, so just a loose thing about how the episode will run. We'll basically just have a little plot summary, or at least a little intro, uh, a, little, a little history podcast style recap for the first bit. Uh, we'll talk about what we thought was awesome or you know not su- not sucky, and then definitely talk about what did suck, uh, and then just general thoughts, and then uh, we might even chuck in a little rating at the end. We'll see how we go with that one. So if you boys are ready to go, we can uh, we can jump in and have a little. A little recap if I get my font working the way I want it to. There we go. Nice and big for my, <laughs> my tired old eyes. Alrighty. Uh, so the movie starts with the Sibylline Oracle, played by the lovely Frida Pinto, uh, having a, a bad dream where the Titans who are imprisoned are seemingly busted out by a bloke with a golden fox slash jackal mask, who we find out later on is the terrible King Hyperion, played by Mickey Rourke. And he's uh, wielding a divine weapon named the Epirus Bow, an object that never existed in mythology. Uh, the Oracle wakes <laughs> to find Hyperion's army about to attack her sanctuary and she tells the priestess buddies that, sh- that are there that Hyperion does not have the bow yet but if he finds it he's going to release the titans from their prison and shit's going to hit the fan uh, snap to our hero Theseus played by Henry Cavill who is using the bluntest axe in history to chop wood and is chatting with his mentor <laughs> named Old Man yep 
That's right. He is a mentor that's been training him for years, and he doesn't know his name. Uh, anyway, he's played by the wonderful John Hurt, or the wasted John Hurt, we should say, in this film. Anyway, Theseus has a bit of a chip on his shoulder because he's a bastard born, uh, and people are consistently disrespecting himself and his mother. Uh, a group of soldiers come to the village, or come to his village, claiming that Hyperion's army is coming this way and they're going to wreck some shit. Uh, and that everybody better hightail it towards the uh, crazy Mount Tartarus to hide behind their walls. And some punk is like Theseus, you and your mum can follow a day later because you guys are trash. And uh, Theseus throws down and eventually chills out the leader of the soldiers, and he decides to rock up the next day. Uh, even after this heads up that the soldiers gave him, Theseus is taken by surprise by Hyperion's army, and pretty much everybody in the uh, his village is slaughtered. Theseus does a little 300-style fighting sequence and minces his way through a ton of dudes, getting to his mum, who is about to be killed. Uh, Theseus is otherwise, or unfortunately, restrained and watches as Hyperion himself um, slits his mother's throat. Uh, though instead of having Theseus killed, which would have seemed a logical way to move, Theseus, the jacked guy, who's a pretty gunfighter and now has a personal vendetta against him, Hyperion's like, nah, dude, this, is gonna, this guy's going to stay alive and work in my salt mines or whatever. Uh, and this allows Theseus to get about doing his reluctant hero stuff and eventually challenging Hyperion in the climactic conflict, one which gods, men, and titans take part. All right, let's, uh, let's talk some trash about this film, shall we? I Your description made it sound... Yeah, yeah, that sounded way better than I think the film was. <laughs> that was yeah. the film pitch. And then <laughs> yeah. what we've got was the, the actual product at the end. Well, hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really oh, thought... I had to... Yeah, I just thought, uh, like, it just sounded so much better, like, there. I was listening to you, like, oh, my God, yeah, that was really good. And now I go, no, when I watched it, it didn't quite come off the same way. <laughs> so many people yeah, were just, like, was... tuned off the podcast now at this point to go watch the film. Because they're like, oh, this sounds really good. And they'll miss this part of going, no, wait. Wait, don't, on. don't. <laughs> it's not Save, yourself. Save yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so true. Yeah, so that was it was just such a strange a strange sitting. Like I I ended up watching it again last night because I you know that last the, the night before an exam cram session that you do you're like no, I want to subject myself to this one more time and just go through the subject matter and all that and I was watching it. I was I'm so like, sorry oh, for you. Man. That's Oh man. That was it was interesting and I thought I I thought I'd actually jump back and see some of the movie reviews that were done back around like 2011 2012 when this movie was done and people were like oh yeah it was so awesome uh it really has a has an awesomely held story yada 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 and I was like oh, okay all right <laughs> but but I yeah. remember that too because when I heard that we were doing this film I was like oh I always meant to see that because I like 300 ish and like troy and things like that i thought immortals oh that sounds good and i'm just so glad i never <laughs> watched it then <laughs> quite a strange thing but yeah well i guess we'll go around the uh, go around the the digital table um and we'll chat i guess what do we find that was that was awesome about that now just through um through the the setup of my computer i got patrick as uh as one to my right kick things off if you like pat yeah yeah sure uh <laughs> i mean God, where do you even begin? I mean, I th honestly, I think one of the most amazing things about this film uh, is somehow because I was looking at like where it fits in the in in the, like the time scale of other films. This is two years before Henry Cavill is Superman, so someone obviously saw this film and thought, 
yes, this is this is the guy to helm the entire DC universe and fight off Marvel. This is who we want because I, I don't know if maybe they didn't see this film or something, but yeah, there was there's something going on there that he managed. To, maybe he was already. Maybe that's why he was kind of because I think actually he wasn't too bad in it. He wasn't really given that good lines, but as buff dude, he can be pretty buff, and that's kind of all he had to be. <laughs> yeah, Superman's not exactly the most densest character either. Like he's just like Martha, yeah. and then <laughs> where's, where's my where's my farm laser eyes fly? Yeah. That was basically his motivation in this film. It's his mother dying, and then him seeking revenge. So it's. It's not too different. Yeah. But um yeah. but yeah, I think it's 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 sh- it's also amazing how clearly it tries to mimic 300 because they even have those like really like I don't know how to describe them but like sideways shots of uh Theseus like just hacking down dudes and moving to the side as just these faceless enemies charge at them. And it's not bad combat. I don't know if it's as good as 300, but it's certainly not <laughs> awful. There's some worse parts of the films, which I guess we'll talk about later. Oh, but yeah. I'd, I'd say that I'm trying to be positive. And I yeah, feel like yeah. and that's it. Henry Cavill wasn't too bad. Uh, the combat wasn't wasn't too bad. I think Mickey Rourke was great, actually. I think he's, I mean, he was just bad guy. But that's and that's all he needed to be. <laughs> he looked like he did not give a fuck about no, that being yeah, upset at so all. True. <laughs> Which kind of kind of works. He's just kind of menacing anyway. Until they slap that stupid helmet. I mean, actually, mm. that I, I don't want to start ranting too soon either. But the helmets and hats they have in this film are just the dumbest things in the world. <laughs> what the Olympians have, oh, what yeah. Mickey Rourke has, what all of them have. Mm. Mickey Rourke is more menacing without the hat. Without these horned helmets, like as soon as he put that on, he's like useless. He doesn't seem scary at all. But then you lose it, and you just see Mickey Rourke, way more terrifying. I imagine him just like stood out in the field, just like fear me. I am the mighty Hyperion. <laughs> and he's got this helmet on, and he, you're just looking at it like this. This isn't threatening at all, mate. He looks like a prawn or a crab, mate. You're just wearing a Venus yeah. flytrap. <laughs> Yeah, That's yeah. what it is. It's a Venus flytrap, isn't it? <laughs> I was expecting him at one point just to go, so you've fallen right into my trap then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I don't think, I, you know, maybe I could have liked this film more, but I couldn't get past the hats. Even the Olympians had done, like, one of them had that, like, metal mohawk thing going on. I think it was yeah, that, Apollo. Like Hermes it was or Apollo. Was it Apollo? Yeah. What? What? Oh, the sun, sun, I guess. Yes. Yeah, I think that was actually like Helios. I think that was meant to be Helios. Oh, that, Helios? That, that guy, oh, okay. the one who gets the uh, so that gets the Zeus whip. Um, I th- yeah, I think yeah. It's, I think it's actually oh, cast yeah. as Helios, but yeah, it's it's pretty oh, like, okay, pretty impractical. I guess that for running kind, around. that kind of makes sense. He's like the sun side on, yeah. which <laughs> pull it at straws a bit, but yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the riders. That's I couldn't get past couldn't get past the hats. I think that would be my <laughs> one line review. <laughs> That was a for Patrick. The uh, hats were a bridge too far. He was like, "Nope, yeah. <laughs> not for me, not for me." <laughs> oh. oh, beautiful! All right, excellent. Well, um, yeah, I, I reckon this "what sucks" section is going to be the meat of of this episode. It's going to be great. Um, but Jamie, you're you're my next to the right. What did you um What did you find was a a positive or or positives out of uh, out of this film? Obviously, there are many moments that are just hilarious to watch. And hilarious in the fact that they're probably very ridiculous and stupid, but you couldn't help but laugh at it. 
um like when poseidon just decided to jump in and nuke the ocean that was funny uh, that, <laughs> yeah. i think that was the moment i like i first probably just started laughing at it and at that point on it set me in a good happy mood throughout it because i just couldn't mm. take it seriously at that point but no it was great fun i also loved because before we started this I looked it up on imdb for like a little trivia bit and there was one section and it said that the screenwriters um or the filmmakers that art said that the reason that they'd made this unrealistic and they changed details about Greek mythology was because in the ancient Greek period, they would just change the stories themselves to reflect by the new ideas. And I sat there was like, it's the greatest deflection I've ever heard. Mm. As an <laughs> That's like, really we made clever. It, we made it unrealistic to make it realistic. Checkmate. <laughs> 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 what are you going to say now? And we can't criticize it now. They've got a point. Uh, yeah, very uh, true. That's a really yeah, good we, point. Can, we can't say anything about it now. Like <laughs> no. that, that's completely outplayed us. It's like the fake news dilemma, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Go home, lads. We they've won. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, th- I think you can definitely say that they've taken uh, aspects of Greek mythology. Made the, they've definitely made something unique. I like I like your phrase mm. "unique." That's a very <laughs> diplomatic way to put it. it. This is a very unique film. Oh yeah. That's like that's like when they say, "Oh yeah, that person over there, they're, they're really unique looking," and you're like, uh, "Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that a one of a kind? <laughs> one of a kind." <laughs> oh, sweet, oh. excellent, excellent. All right, well, uh, as as fate would have it, Will, you're uh, as as the first watcher, or the person who's only watched it the first time. I think everybody else has watched it at some point, uh, but yeah, like. Coming in there with, with wet behind the ears, not really sure what to expect. What did you find as a as a positive takeaway for this one? Well, to be honest with you, I I originally thought I didn't look up anything. I just watched it blind. So I actually thought it was meant to be based in re. I don't want to say reality, but in mythology, if you like. Mm. So I was expecting. So I was kind of going, "Oh, Epirus bow." That doesn't sound right. <laughs> and it took me until like halfway through this film to actually look it up and go. And there's so many people slating. It's like there was never an Epirus bow anywhere in any of the. <laughs> it's just like a proper slating. But then when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, okay, originality. Let's see what they do with this." <laughs> and it didn't disappoint from that perspective. Like some of the fight scenes were a bit. I think the big thing for me was that the uh, like you have to take it, don't take it seriously. If you don't take it seriously, then you just have a great time with it because it's visually like really quite impressive. Uh, mm. I wouldn't say the acting is always top notch, but that's fine in this kind of film. Um, I thought that the Titans were interesting in terms of they kind of looked. I don't know what was going on there, but it, 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 <laughs> they kind of came across as sort of like. I don't know. They just kind of like an Olympian team, like uh, the Olympics. I just sort of thought they were like a relay team. It was a bit weird. Like, and also like comparing them to sort of like from our my ch- our childhood, like watching Disney, like Hercules. Like the oh, Titans yeah. are like tornado, molten lava, and then mm. there's these guys who are just ripped and just covered in charcoal, and it's like, what, what's going on? Like, <laughs> they, were bit, like... <laughs> they were a bit rubbish, really, because they just kind of showed up. And there was that one human who it took five of them to kill. And they yeah. were like, these are supposed to be the most terrifying beings. And they kind of just ran around and just acted a bit manically. But that's mm. kind of what I liked about it, was there were lots of different like movie tropes and films that I really liked in it. So like obviously the obvious one is 300. Like, you know where the village is? I kept thinking, is that like one cove round the corner from the, the, the hot gates? <laughs> like it's literally the right <laughs> exactly. side of the, of the map and everything. Uh, and then also like the gate, the big gate. That is the black gate. 
for me. I know, like, yeah. I was like, are we immortal? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Christ. exactly. And then, like, you know, there were times where, like, uh, what's he called? There was, like, a king at the gate. I can't remember his name. Phaedra? No, 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 that was the wrong one. Whoever it was. And he's like, we don't believe in the gods. And then, oh, yeah. literally, just below them are the titans. It's like, you didn't even look in your back, like, cupboard. It was there. <laughs> like, all that noise is look? back there. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Oh, man. But he's like, oh, we don't, we don't believe in the gods. That's for children's stories. By the way, check out this temple we've got just there. Uh, you know, entering yeah. into Mount Tartarus. That is definitely a temple for worship, which we probably look after as heads of state. But we definitely don't believe in them. That's poppycock. You're like, fuck off, mate. It's like a temple Come for on. atheists. <laughs> it's like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> and then the way that Mickey Rourke dispatches that guy is oh. so funny. He looks like that. He doesn't even see the hit coming and he's just gone. So, yeah, that, I, I enjoyed it <laughs> yeah. for its comedic effect. And also, just got to say, the bow, the Epirus bow, the it way that it's shot, just oh, like mm. it was really cool it. to watch, you know. But there are issues with it, which I'm sure we'll come to. But, like, I also. Did you guys, did you guys love how the Epirus bow slowed down arrows so that they could artistically hit all at the same time because he definitely that fourth arrow he held for like a few seconds and it caught up to the other ones and then knocked them all out like how does the arrow know which is his last one it's pretty it's a pretty impressive bow i know like the last arrow was like a small little duck trying to catch up with the rest of the uh rest of the crew was just like oh catching up yeah the other arrows slowed down to let him catch up it was it was it was a sweet moment actually it was cute i also find though that like do you remember like um was it the mickey rort's character uses one shot of that bow to knock down the gate (laughs) what and then, and then he's like, and then he's like, yeah, you guys go fight. I'm, I'm done. Like that's my one shot. I could keep using the bow, but I, I won't anymore. Yeah. yeah. He went through the user manual of it in his tent after uh, eye gouging that fella, and he's like, all right, where's the settings on this bad boy? Because I need, yeah. I, I, you know, you can take out four blokes at once, or you can take out a massive gate just once, um, <laughs> just to find the find the little notch to turn up on it. It's. It's very video gamey, isn't it? Like he picked which like ability he wanted slotted into the Epirus bow for himself. Uh, he saw so the true. icon above a few oil jars next to the gate. <laughs> so he goes, "Oh, focus on the oil jars, and that'll just that's that'll be the explosion bit." <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of the soldiers comes up and starts reciting the tutorial for that section. It's like you've just got the <laughs> yeah. bow. This is how to use it. It's the end of the game. What do you mean? <laughs> that's so. That's kind of what I liked about it. It was a sort of like gamified version of any of the other ones, and he didn't take itself too seriously. And I think that was important to have. Like it was, in, and that's me giving it the most glowing review I possibly can because I've got a lot of stuff I found irritating. <laughs> brilliant. I mean, it brilliant. did say on the on the like trivia for it that the creators were partially inspired by like Dungeons and Dragons in particular with the bow and like how it was designed and the fact that the arrows were like magical when he pulled it is a D&D thing um, at least I think it was like in a D&D film um, oh, where right. they had that bow and that property and they just looked and went we want that in it uh, <laughs> I like this copy paste straight in yeah, yeah. yeah and I copy nice. your homework yeah just be sure to change the title a little uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I, I put down a, uh, a couple of notes for what I thought was, uh, you know, in inverted commas, awesome. Um, something just like, I thought the weird sort of, some of the God v. God stuff was was pretty cool. Like, but everything outside of the final battle, like I thought the, uh, like when Zeus comes down and offs uh, Helios or Apollo, whichever one he turns out to be, I thought that looked, that looked pretty cool. I thought the... Um, the the CGI with special and visual effects on that looked pretty good. 
I think when they were kind of one v one or 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 two v one interactions, I think when they came into the big group stuff was where it sort of I think for me it kind of fell apart. Like the costume design and the visual effects, it sort of got a little bit a little bit strange. Um, but yeah, some of the short stuff uh, was pretty cool. Um, I thought Stephen Dorff. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was, uh, the guy who plays like the, um, the, the, the wise cracking, uh, thief. If you oh, guys yeah, know, yeah. uh, oh, Nick, yeah. no, what's his name? Someone Frost, Deacon Frost from, uh, from Blade, Blade, the first Blade movie, I think. He's like the, oh, the vampire, really? vampire oh, that's boss why guy. I recognized him. I saw him and I was like, what the hell are you doing? What have you been doing for the last he few was years? So, he was so strange. Cause he was just like, oh, I don't like you Theseus but I guess I'll stay with you. And then they were friends from kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, there's a lot of... Like, he was just like the character who was like, all right, I'm going to create some tension. No, I'm not. I'm actually going to yeah. be your best bud. I'm going to follow you into to the <laughs> yeah. gates of oblivion. They seem like they would be now like the best of friends. Like if they... I guess, although he probably didn't get taken up to to to, to heaven or to, to join the gods. So he probably got a pretty short deal. Yeah. You died valiantly holding off the Titans, but sorry, you do not make the cut. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a mere mortal. Get out of my space. <laughs> well, well, so is Theseus this whole movie. Like, there's no reference to him being having divine parentage or anything like that. It's, and and, and it's, it's never like... And, and it's weird how Zeus is the one who's like, oh, I believe in you, Theseus. Because, like, Theseus was like Poseidon's boy. And Poseidon was like, yeah. That's what I thought. You're, you're my lad. Like... Uh, so it's weird how like Zeus was like, you know, I'm I'm your uncle though, buddy, and uh, I've got a pretty strong familial uh, uh, attachment to you, bud. Well, it's pretty strong, but as you said, the guy the guy only knew him as old man. Yeah, <laughs> never had a name. But but that's not even uh, you sort of you make the link or you you assume that old man is like Zeus in another form, like kind of like Liam Neeson in um what's that Clash of the Titans movie. Like he rocks up yeah. as some old hooded bloke, which is kind of how Zeus appeared to people to give advice. Apart from like you know swans and uh, golden showers, rains of light, just when he wants to have it off of them. When he wants to actually chat to somebody, yeah. he's uh, he's like, oh man, I'm gonna look like a like a normal person. But I thought that was a little bit a little bit strange um, how that happened. But the 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 weird thing about uh, Theseus's divine parentage is one of, one of the things I found hilarious. Um, <laughs> And I shouldn't have because it was like at the beginning when um when Theseus's mum, who I don't think she even has a name, um she's wandering around in the temple to make her offerings, and and some rando just comes up, calls her a whore, and pushes her into the fountain, and in the shrine, in in the temple, <laughs> like what the fuck? I had to restart it. I went back that like I was like listening. I was like. Is that what you just said? And I went back to watch it again. I was like, what the fuck? This you is, can't this, even, this like, you can't even give your prayers in peace now. <laughs> also, it happened so long ago. How old is Theseus? Like, they keep a grudge so long. He must be, what, 25? <laughs> there must have been nothing else going on. At this point, you're just like, oh, he doesn't have a father. He's a bastard born. Or oh, you're a slut in the, water with, in the drink with you. But it's only till, like later in the film that you find out that she she got raped by like a few dudes, like a few bandits or whatever. And then it's like, it's definitely your fault, madam. <laughs> We're going to treat you with yeah. that shit. It's, it's really awful. It was, uh, yeah, I found that uh, for the wrong reason. I found that just like, absurdly hilarious i was like what are you doing pushing around people in your in your temple like surely the the god or goddess is gonna be like what the fuck mate i like those pedals where they are yeah. like they'd be pushing women in my drink if that's their if that's like their sort of moral compass 
the Sibylline Virgin has Theseus's kids. And it's like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. That's fine. We'll just have the, the kid here. Yeah, it's weird that they let her There's back no in her. any temple as well. Because they're like, oh, once <laughs> yeah. you, if you, if you're no longer pure, then you know you don't have the gift of foresight and all that jazz. So you're pretty much useless to me as a as as a as an oracle. And she's like, oh, by the way, I'm going to go and pray in that final montage scene just to show that I don't know. This needed something for Rita Pinto to do. You still. You could still be yeah. religious. Also, they also said, like, at the end, oh, the, their gift to Theseus was they gave him a son. Pretty sure he did the, the heavy lifting in that regard. <laughs> like, where did, what, what did, are they go, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that son? Yeah, that was us. Yeah, yeah don't, don't ignore that, you know, what you did earlier. up in the heavens, like, finally, the teaching's paying off. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they they didn't show that post uh, that that deleted scene after like just after the romance scene where like um, uh, Theseus just has that awkward moment where his uh, his stiffy starts to go away and then uh, and then, <laughs> and then the uh, old man uh, comes in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do great things, Theseus. Here we are. Theseus gets flashbacks of like smacking wood and just goes, "Yes, I know this." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, old man. Oh man's cupping his balls behind while he's having a crack. It's uh, it gets it gets pretty gets pretty weird. It's pretty weird. It's very John Hurt's like I didn't sign up for this. Thing. What, what the hell? <laughs> oh, maybe that's why he did sign up. Mm. He was getting a bit on in life as well. He's like, you know what? I've got to tick off this box. I've got me uh, yeah. <laughs> got got me things I need to get sorted. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, there you go. There's some uh, some good things I guess that uh, we sort of viewed out of that one. Um. Uh, I guess so. so I guess we'll go around the table again and see what uh, what people thought we uh, sucked, or you know, whether there was room for improvement, or definitely um, in need of, uh, of 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 something else. <laughs> I don't know what what did we find that we did, didn't quite hit us the right way. I guess we'll go back around the same the same way. So, uh, what do you got for us, Patrick? I mean, I was already kind of complaining a lot about the hats, but I'll try to I'll try to move past those. Although that's what stuck in my mind more than anything else. So maybe it was a, maybe it was a good a good intention because it, it keeps the film with you. Um, but I guess I mean Theseus is such a weird character. They really they really try hard to build him up as this great hero, and he kind of isn't. Like I don't know why like Zeus had so much faith in him and he was good at chopping wood. Well, he wasn't actually because he, he hit that, st- that stump and didn't fall down. <laughs> like it was at the beginning, he was cutting through wood. It's like, yes, you swing that axe well. He didn't get bloody through it. It was useless. Yeah. You swing it so all your life. Out of money for the CGI budget or something, and they couldn't be bothered to like put in a bit where it's actually chopping through wood. It's just hitting the stick. Maybe lumber was yeah, ex- especially just- expensive uh, in 2011. They're like, nah, no, we're not getting real wood for you, mate. Polystyrene, thank you. <laughs> we're not made of we're not made of wood. But like, if you. Because you could still have, like, a really over-the-top hero character. Because if you compare him to, like, uh, Achilles in Troy or Leonidas in 300, they're also ridiculous over-the-top hero characters. But they at least feel like they're doing a good job and they know what they're talking about. I mean, the, the speech Theseus gave at the end was just... I think it kind of started to come together when they started banging their shields together between each of his points. 
I don't think his points were very good, but they banged the shield, so it sounded good. <laughs> so true. <laughs> five for generic reason number one. Five yeah. for generic reason number two. Five for, <laughs> like, you've already heard these reasons. They shouldn't be like encouraging you now. And you, he yeah, would, then no one would be able to hear them anyway, because they're too busy banging their shields, yeah. and he wasn't really that audible anyway. But I'll be honest, when no. I saw that, a little like teenage Pat, uh, you know, just before like you know you hear the bang, the drum, the shields drumming, he's like, oh. I've got tingles down the spine that's got me all g'd up so it, and then you're just like oh wait a second that speech wasn't that great and it happened real quick everyone's like ready so quick. to like they flee from the strongest point to the back and then it's like instead of running further they're just like oh we're gonna just just loiter around the door for a little while just like <laughs> just like frightened rabbits and then he's like you know what here's a couple of points you don't know me but let's fight and everyone's like fuck you yeah! and like like what? What's going on? I will. Going on? I will admit that it was great to see. Like they were, because they were get very, they were getting very into it when they were banging their shields so much that you could see them ripping the paint off the shields yeah. <laughs> um, as they were hitting them that zealously. And I was staring at it going, mm. <laughs> "This is supposed to be metal shields. You don't really carve off metal that easily." <laughs> Props yeah, there's like some like, like prop designer at the back, just like, "No, my babies." <laughs> <laughs> I, he's like, "I spent so long on them." <laughs> yeah, they had like no chill. Like they they get hit by one arrow, they leg it, and then it's like, oh, "No, no, no, no!" Yeah, I've got a little PowerPoint. This is why you should stay. Brilliant. <laughs> then he runs them back in, and then he abandons them. He leaves them in that tunnel. He just fucks off to, up to that like, temple so quickly, and they're like, "Where have you gone? Where have you gone?" They all died. They had because that whole thing oh. collapsed. So he oh, he got yeah. them into the tunnel to hold on off, and then fucking left. Some of you may die, but that is a sacrifice I'm willing to make. It's <laughs> awful. It, it. He was completely useless. Because so also, dumb. I mean, if you really think about it, if he wasn't there, I don't know if anything would have changed. At most, all he did was get the bow and give it to King Hyperion. Because like, yeah. if the Hyperion had gone to that village and hadn't found the bow, if Theseus hadn't done anything, he would have never got them. So... <laughs> He's kind of maybe realistically, the, uh, King Hyperion like letting Theseus go seemed like an idiot move. Maybe he was thinking ten steps ahead and thought, "This guy, he's an idiot. He's going to find me the bow, and then I'll st- and then I'll get a hyena to steal it off him because he'll trip up and drop it because he's that <laughs> he's that much of a klutz." Once again, you have fallen right into my trap. <laughs> yeah, the whole way he goes back to uh, is in Hyperion is like, oh. What's his slave guy? And he goes, oh, let's go back to Klopos, like his uh, village. It's because that guy who defected, who's got his, uh, he's got his bollocks smashed and his face ripped up a bit. Oh. He's like, oh, oh uh, maybe this guy's headed back home, you know, where he's, he, it's all he's ever known. His family's all dead. His mum's killed. Maybe the bow's there. And then like Mickey Rourke's like, fuck yeah, let's divert resources there. Cause it's definitely, like, that's the plot shift is that some, some rando without, balls now is like oh maybe the bow's there maybe this <laughs> mythical things at this random small town it was just um yeah mickey bit, mickey rourke i think his skill was he knew theseus that guy's a main character we need to follow him that's that's <laughs> what he know when he said don't kill that guy we he'll have plot armor we need to we need to just follow him later. and that will be yeah, yeah yeah that that that's all we have to get and i think that's because also the, the one other thing i wrote down about theseus is because they have the and i'm sure other people will have problems with the um the fight with the the minotaur the air quotes minotaur oh, yeah. but i i wrote down because at the end of it i realized the reason the minute the minotaur lost was because when 
he knocks Theseus down. He politely waits for Theseus to get up. Whereas when Theseus knocks the Minotaur down, he keeps hitting him until he cuts his head off. So really, yeah. Theseus is just not a very honourable fighter and kicks exactly, people when yeah. they're down. Bad form, Theseus. Bad form. But also, like, did you see like how he was hitting the Minotaur? Like, he it looked like a Punch and Judy show because he like knock him and he go oh, and he go knock him oh. It's just like I just imagined him doing this like he was doing his wood chopping earlier. It's just the same action. It's like this is what I've been building up for for years. <laughs> My time to shine. He's bouncing just yeah. like the axe did. Yeah. It's like I'm doing it right. I'm doing it, old man. I'm doing it. <laughs> Uh, uh, so I suppose what you, the the point you made about the Minotaur, Patrick, I didn't I didn't mind too much that it was like a bloke that had you know a bull's helmet head thing on because that's probably what the story may have stemmed from like back back in the day we're talking like uh, early Bronze Age it could be some guy who had horns on his helmet who was like a big buff dude just killed a bunch of blokes yeah. and then some dude kills him they're like oh they killed uh Cadius who was the minotaur and then the, the story grew from there so i didn't mind yeah. that that uh you just had some big yeah. really accommodating uh bullheaded dude uh to fight him i thought that was that was kind of cool i kind of i kind of liked how they yeah. didn't how they stemmed away from the uh fantastic creatures from that and they kind of went to be yeah it's it's more like yeah. you've got gods and stuff and then you've got some some crazy some crazy stylized aesthetic choices i guess with terrain and 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 um and the world itself but they kind of sh- they, they kind of kept it pretty uh, an attempted uh humankind based dilemma or world so that was I, I liked that aspect of it yeah did anyone else get the vibe that uh it, i really thought it was like mad max Fury Road. Like, it felt so similar, like it was a dystopian world. And it was like, if you just had gasoline, like you'd have basically the same story. Oh, <laughs> similar I'm, fairly sure, like, I'm fairly sure it, it sounded at the end it when, is Mickey Rourke, when, Theseus, right, in, in when well. Theseus is killing... Um, I keep calling him Mickey Rourke because he wasn't really King Hyperion. He was just Mickey Rourke. But he yeah. says like something like, witness this. And I was just thinking, witness me, because they say witness, that in... Um, witness hell. Yeah. Witness Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's so... I, I wonder if... I mean, yeah, maybe they took inspiration from that. It was... They did look like they could... Someone could rock up with like, you know, leathers. And even Zeus had like a, cha- like a chain whip, which this is isn't really... It's not really godly. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it's really weird. I, uh, no thunderbolts oh, is that. Yeah. I'm going to chuck my hammer at him, get rid of... Destroy the bow, because that was easy to do. Uh, then it's like, we need to nerf, yeah. nerf this weapon real, real quick. And uh, yeah. he's like, you know yeah. what? I don't need that hammer anymore. Um, do I need thunderbolts? Nah, don't worry about that. Uh, chain time, and he's just <laughs> just doing that. And then Athena's running around with a sickle, which she never like. It's I don't know, like the the lack of spears in this movie in a ancient <laughs> Greek orientated film is bizarre. Like, there's no hoplite formations. The one spear you see is you see is like tossed to Theseus as he's running down the tunnel. He 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 chucks it out as soon as he can, and then everyone's fighting with swords. I'm like, fuck. I was like, all right. I was like, as they're running down, they're yeah, falling up on the shields at the front. Oh, sorry, spears at the front, boys. Spears at the front. What are you doing? Yeah, every spear that ends up in Theseus's hands, he throws it away in like the next minute. He's just like, no, I don't want it. Get this <laughs> yeah. away from me. Stop giving me spears. I've got a fear of them. I never like when they attack his village. Yeah, when they attack his village, he's got a spear, and the first thing he does is he throws it off. And then I'm just there, like, where's your other weapon? And he's just like, sword. (laughs) There's one on the ground. I'll I'll use that. 
Oh, it's so true. He was definitely way more into the sword. Because also, you'd think that if, like, this hero character gets given a bow, he we would have at least seen him use a bow before, and he was half decent at it. But no, he was mm. like, he got the bow, and he was like, no, I'll still use my sword. Like, I'll kill him with my sword. Use the bow. It's definitely <laughs> going to be way more useful. Like, that opening scene with the old man, and he's hitting the, the thing. Why wasn't he, like, in a forest, like, with a bow? Oh, and he's just man. like, you know, one inch to the left. And then fires or something. And then he'd be, like, amazing. And they'd be like, oh, right, right, now he's got the, the bow. Oh, okay, so he's, like, going for that vibe. Okay, he's that kind of character. But, yeah, you're right. He never really, like, he never really focuses on any weapon for longer than a few minutes. And then he's he just decides, awesome ah, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Surprise ad break. I've got more complaints. I could go forever on complaints. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah, go, Patrick. Okay, let's get the ball rolling again. I think this has kind of jumped into a bit of a, uh, a free-for-all now anyways, which is great. Let's just uh, let's just fling ideas. What's uh, what's irking us? <laughs> well, well, one thing I thought, because also, like, I guess you're supposed to feel bad for Zeus when his, his brother and his daughter gets killed, but really, should have bought more gods. He bought yeah. like three guys. Like the Titans got unleashed and he rocks up with just a few got like hasn't there loads of them? And doesn't couldn't he have like an army or something? But nah, just a couple of couple of friends, that's it, that's all I brought. And also I don't... you don't know who any of them are. So you're just there going, generic god, no. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I didn't I didn't realise the female one. I didn't realise that was Athena at all because she had her mask on until he's like Athena I'm like oh I thought this was like some I thought like Aphrodite had come down to throw down or Hera or somebody because like it didn't even look like her and then mask come off I was like oh you're dead that's a shame like it's um, yeah. tell you what, I, I didn't see Iris moving around she could have done well moving super fast chucking rainbows at pricks they would have been, <laughs> they would have been like oh that shit that would have been brilliant <laughs> we've been in the dark for ages it just blind them <laughs> yeah like a massive frag grenade if you get no, I found that <laughs> underuse the gods, yeah. But also, I found you know in the, the opening scene, you see all the titans. There's no more than like t- maybe I don't know. I felt yeah. like in that opening scene, you think maybe there's 16, 20 of the guys, and then they turn into like a zombie invasion when oh. they're out. <laughs> I, I, I did think coming. that as well. That's this is where last night's uh, you know pre-exam cram session worked out because I was like, there's fuck all titans here, and they're all they're all dead in the first wave, <laughs> but. They have a shot where it looks back onto the broken prison, and there's that like the ground below it is is smashed in as well by the bow, and then there's blokes jumping out of that as well. So it's like uh, there's like tons that's of sp- them under that. Yeah, that's the spawn point where uh where all, all the uh, <laughs> yeah. all the X players just it's like out of that um out of the Boba last episode of uh, Book of Boba Fett where they have that battle in there, all those um those drug raiding dudes just keep spawning at different at each if you guys have seen it if, if anyone's seen it or yeah yeah, yeah, no. it, yeah they just keep coming i love i think we're all in the same boat in terms of what yeah. we watch <laughs> oh definitely yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just watching going that's the same five blokes in that scene that's the same five blokes in that scene <laughs> i also have a feeling that some of the shots some of the like poseidon spinning around with his his trident i i, I might have to go back and watch it. i'm fairly sure they like repeated the same scene twice because you see him fight off like three dudes and then you see him fight off three dudes in a very similar way like <laughs> 10 minutes later and i was thinking have i have i seen that it looked really familiar 
It's like uh, reminded me of um, if this is this is dialing it back a bit. It reminded me of the uh, Return of the King or Two Towers video game that was on like Xbox or PS3 or so, where like you had the level yeah. one character and they got like two moves and then you had a way to level them up and they get all their combos and all that. They look like level one uh, Gandalf or something like that, just like roaming around going, and now I'm going to do the spin and drop and then yeah. come at me, yeah. warrior. It puts the sword down and it goes... Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> so true. Now, I found, for me, the thing that I found hilarious was when, we, when I first started watching it, you know the guy who like says, no, you're not coming, Theseus, you and your mum coming later. And I'm like, oh, okay, right. Textbook he's, villain. He's an antagonist, oh, yeah. That's fine. I've yeah. got it. I've got it. You've done it so well that I can see it coming. But then his story arc is tragic. Like, <laughs> he has the worst time, that character. And then, to, to make it worse, he becomes a eunuch. Well, like I guess he becomes a eunuch <laughs> after Mickey Rourke's done with him. And then he meets, like, Theseus in the tunnel. And I'm like, oh, okay, is this going to be like a big bad, like, oh, this is like the big clash. And he oh, literally yeah. just goes yeah. right through it. <laughs> <laughs> like, he doesn't you stop. In- yeah, Lysander's like the guy. I'm like, why are you in this? What was the point? The filmmaker's looking going, mm, we're running out of budget for this bit. Uh, just, just kill him quick. Yeah. Or, and now they're like, and now here comes a personal vendetta scene. And they're like, what personal vendetta? Like this guy like had one interaction with him before. They didn't know each other prior to that and then he's he's legged it and gone to a different side now he's like fuck you theseus i'm coming for you like theseus would be like do i know you like oh you're that one bloke <laughs> yeah. i saw a while ago like yeah. also he like uh there's no reason for him to be thrown out of the army i thought a bit of a weird one so he's like yeah, oh no I'm, you're out you're out that was an extreme <laughs> response to him just being a bit of a dick to a peasant which presumably they all are at all times yeah. anyway well the head yeah, the, then- the head of the delegation at at uh at shit at the mount tartarus group he's like oh peasant lovers fuck you like mate you're a head of state like and that's your that's your thoughts on it like you're gonna toss out some dude for being like oh peasants are a bit stinky you should guys probably come later um yeah that was a bit rich that was a bit rich high standards in the army at that point that's the thing and then then the guy kills like two of his mates to get out i don't feel like he could have just said to them i'm going for a walk i'll be back in a minute (laughs) instead he just murders them really brutally turns up at mickey rourke's camp and he just gets fucked up as a result it's like really unfair and it was like it's like it's not like if you get dishonor dishonorably discharged from the army you have to kill two people before you leave they're like now you're free to go at any time you've been discharged (laughs) like walk away and he's like oh really that was how i got out they should have explained it to me It's like, all right, you, you, you're out of the army there, there, lad, but you know what? One for the road. Go have a bit of fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one so for the road, weird. but you killed two. That was too many. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to say there was a there was a strange, and this is last night's uh, watch, one little thing that uh, like came, kind of popped up. It's one of these like small little like, nitpicky things uh, where so Theseus is like, all right, he comes out from killing the Minotaur dude and he's walking around with his head and he sees... Um, sees everybody and then uh, saves the saves his three friends with the, uh, the 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 three arrows. A fourth one that catches up, like, and he goes, "Oh, sweet, done all that." And he sees an eagle flying above above him, and he's like, gives, oh, man, gives it yeah. a look. Yeah, he gives it a look like "fuck you, mate," and then tosses the head into the cliff, like, "Look what I did." And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, who the hell was that for? Because 
we the we the viewer we know that Hyperion's got old mate who has the eagle who's doing all the reconnaissance for him. I don't think Theseus saw that at all. He doesn't know who the eagle is, <laughs> and you know he yeah. he does he doesn't believe in the gods at this point. And so, like, he'd see an eagle go, and he wouldn't be like, oh, it's Zeus. Fuck you, Zeus. You should have done something, because he doesn't believe in the gods. So he just sees an eagle and is like, oh, I hate eagles. Like, watch me throw this <laughs> yeah, head maybe o- that overboard. Was it. it was bizarre. Yeah, and if he, and if, he, if he did think that that was, like, a scout, he's got a, bu- he's got a magic bow. Take that eagle yeah. out. Like, <laughs> take he's the just in the taken sky out two other guys. You, oh, those yeah. arrows are probably heat-seeking. Like, the, he's got, the, you know, use it. <laughs> It was, it was just a bit bizarre. I think, the, like, the next scene, they try to explain this. He's like, oh, you know, I believe in the gods now. My mother my mother didn't for so long I didn't. I was like, nah, I think it's a bit it's a bit rich. I thought I thought that was a bit of a stretch. I was like, I feel like there was a scene that was lost where, like, uh, Theseus sees, like, the eagle fly to one of Hyperion's troops or something like that, and he's like, oh, it's a bad yeah. eagle. I'll keep an eye out for that guy later. But it was... It was a lot of, like, yeah. little, like like moments where you're just like oh, I feel like that like a scene was cut that could have explained why that was relevant or it was just like here's a here's a no a, a no reason tough guy moment like I'm just to- tossing severed heads off cliffs for, for birds like there it is yeah speaking about that I was just thinking like Mickey Rourke's character am I right in saying he doesn't believe in the gods or did I get that wrong um, I think or he's he just was, scornful of them. He's scornful of them because he's like, "Oh, my wife and my wife and child got sick, and uh, like they were ravaged by like some plague or something." And he's like, "You know what? The gods That's didn't right. help us, so fuck them." He definitely believes them. Otherwise, he's like, "I'm going to release the Titans, who are gods, also." So is it'd be a pretty weird mission if he's like, "You know what? I'm going to go all this way to release things that I don't believe in, that I don't believe exist." To fight things that I don't believe exist, everyone's like, okay. That's why I was <laughs> like, yeah, that was, yeah. I think he, I think it's 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 designed or set up that he believes in the gods, like he believes they exist, but he's he's gonna wreck their shit because of his family right, dying. Yeah. Hmm. That went well for him. <laughs> well, <laughs> they definitely paved the way. Like that tunnel scene, all those little offshoot side bits. Is like, you know what? I'm gonna take the first right and then just walk all the way up your old mate who had like a bit of <laughs> yeah. a bit of shell concussion or shell shock or he'd, he'd been front stage at um at the d barrier of, at, at glastonbury or something so he's uh, his ears are still ringing he's like oh just coming down the stairs and then he gives to the old stabby stab and then he's just got a clear road walking all the way to the uh all the way to the the, the mountain it was bizarre it was it was bizarre but yeah no, I, I also found that in the first scene with the gods zeus is like no we never interfere with the lives of men and i'm like mate read your mythology like that's <laughs> all they fucking do is come down and fuck shit up <laughs> Zeus, if they if they all die who's gonna sacrifice to you you gotta save them gotta eat yeah, those offerings exactly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it was bizarre. Who's like, <laughs> with? like who are you gonna come down as a duck and have sex with like it's like, not gonna happen <laughs> oh man he's like we definitely don't interfere we always interfere yeah <laughs> I also love that later he's like because when um when Helios or Apollo or whoever it was does interfere and then because it's Athena and Helios come down and help them and he mm. comes down and beats up uh, one of them goes no one will help you again you're on your own but he, he lets them keep the horses like those magic horses that Athena <laughs> I gave them. Of that. he's, he's just of that. like they, they ride away and he's like 
oh oh the the horse oh they're, they're too far they're, uh, it's too late oh, i i didn't i couldn't do that like that's imagine when he was down me, there, he was like they must have come with them and then when he was back in like uh on mount olympus he was just there going oh shit no he's, he's looking he's looking at mount olympus stables going hang on where, wait a minute I, i'm missing three horses where are they but then also like oh. he he goes off at Theseus in that scene. He's like, no god will ever help you again. And Theseus, Theseus didn't pray for any gods. It's not like, oh, geez, I really yeah. could help a ha- use a helping hand right now. Like, they just came down. And he's yeah. like, fuck you, Theseus. Stop asking for shit. And he's like, I didn't. I didn't ask for anything. Like, you guys just going <laughs> off at me. Yeah. yeah. I also bizarre. found, like, killing gods was a bit weird. Like, first of mm. all, killing... I mean, Helios, when he takes him out, it's like, right, well, you've just fucked yourself there. You're about to do this big battle and you've just knocked one of them out. Yeah, and then, you, like, you when they the started sun. dying, I was like, this is weird. Why are they dying? Like, in terms of, like, I thought there'd be, like, these really epic struggles and they'll hold each other off forever kind of thing. But then yeah. sometimes, like, brutally maiming them. And I'm like, what? That doesn't happen. But it's just like, what? Are you... <laughs> Suddenly, I what? Think... You got to go back up to Mount, to the to the, the Mount Olympus, and what? You're just not going to have the goddess of wisdom. Like, what? What happens after this film? Because <laughs> didn't, like, didn't, didn't Poseidon left. die? I think Poseidon was one of the ones yeah. who died. So the seas just are now it's just, chaos. Yeah, it's You're unruly. Just, yeah, it's actually the prequel to Fury Road. <laughs> it's just uh. before everything goes shit. <laughs> Maybe it was like half half dead Poseidon was, and now he's like hanging out in that tank that uh, Immortal Joe has, and he's just like trapped in there. He's like, you know what? Every now and again, we we'll spray the people with water. He's like, that's my water though. I'm yeah, pretty yeah. badly hurt. <laughs> yeah. Also, see Poseidon like in the last shot of the film when he's up there, like in the big sky battle, or at least I was like, there can't yeah. be more than one person wielding a trident. So I was like, do do you come back? Uh, what happens? Did none of this matter? Is this like a Ragnarok kind of scenario? Like, what's going yeah. on? It's really, yeah, that's that's a strange, strange last scene. I mean, apart from it being like one of the most annoying child actors ever, like two or three lines, I'm like, I hate you, kid. Oh, I Christ. hate you so much. You're yeah. not the son of a hero. Uh, or maybe you are. Like, <laughs> just like that. I mean, she's up in the, the ground with the boat, like, let me just real quick. Uh. <laughs> that kid yeah. was definitely Theseus's son. Like, he was as useless as Theseus was. <laughs> <laughs> so true. And, and, and that like John the John Hurt like old man that was a little bit of a pedo moment like the mum seems pretty mm. chill she's like oh, I'm gonna chat to this guy who's got the hand- candle helmet thing going on while this old man's <laughs> leaning in super close to her son uh, at a pretty di- pretty easy distance away like whispering sweet nothings and then she comes over or he comes he's like oh um What's his name? Cadmus or Catalyst or whatever his name. Arcanus, something like that. Mm. It's like, oh, something my something. son, my son, come over and chat to me. She's like, oh, who's that guy? You'd be like, who the fuck was that? And what were you talking about? Like, <laughs> that guy looks well creepy. Just, like, you just turn over and you see your kid talking to the man. The old man's there like, the end of the world is nigh. War is coming to the heavens. You this like, is oh, your time. <laughs> yeah. Also, if Stay she's... Away from him. If she's the Sibylline, surely she would know there's like a... There's a divine deity nearby i don't know i feel like if anyone was gonna know yeah yeah well not anymore i suppose now that she got um got theseus got that little sexy time she got the- <laughs> lost got theseus <laughs> that sounds terrible That's my new favorite term <laughs> also got there was theseus. literally no need for that sex scene at oh, all no like, oh, yeah. <laughs> why they had no that- chemistry no they barely interacted they touched foot like feet that was it that was about as much interaction they'd had 
no, she literally in the span of like two scenes went from like, my sight is a gift from the gods and, you know, I will protect it to the next scene. Like, I want to be free from it. <laughs> Take it, Theseus. I want my it flesh. gone. <laughs> well, she pretty much orgasmed when she touched his foot anyway when they're walking past that, that pool. So yeah. She's like, oh, this guy's got something. Uh, That's the like, one thing Theseus was dribbled. good at. Yeah, she dribbles the water into his mouth. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Oh, that was so oh, weird. God, yeah, yeah no. Technical interference. <laughs> so, Patrick, what was that point you were going to make? Yeah, what was that point? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, try, I'll, try, I'll try to dive into it with as much passion as I had when I was coming. Um <laughs> What was that weird little spa shrine thing that they got taken to in the desert, which was just like a little pool that, oh, you know, yeah. the, the scene, the same scene where she dribbled water into Theseus's mouth. It was like, I was like, oh, they've come to like an oasis, but it was this weird little curved concave building in the middle of a desert for no reason. And was it was this lovely mine? pool. I can answer that. They actually stumbled onto the set of uh, Arabian Nights. Uh, or, or to the outskirts of the city of Agrabah, because it was definitely nothing. Uh, definitely not the Greek Peloponnese. That's that's for sure. Yeah, but, I mean, to be honest, Greece looked awful in this entire film. Like it looked terrible. It looked know, so, like, like a horrible place to be. At least like the three hundred films had trees. Like even though you did yeah. have like cor- corpses hanging from them, and the trees were all gnarly and and dead, but there were trees there. I've never seen yeah. Greece look no, so it's just arid. He's cut all the trees down. He's cut all the trees down in the <laughs> oh, area. Man, he's yeah. just that good with the axe. Yeah. <laughs> he's deforested the whole of Greece. Yeah. That little village was actually just where Theseus was placed by the king at the time, going, we've got to get rid of this guy. He's a maniac. He's just running around chopping down trees, calling himself the son of gods. He's insane. <laughs> yeah, I found also, you just reminded me, the... Uh, what the uh, Sibylline ladies, what they were wearing, I just started laughing. Like, because like what? they they what made no sense, and they all had different ones on. And I was like, what is this? Like a fancy dress party? Like I'm <laughs> like couldn't see any correlation between the four of them. I <laughs> thought so they can pick each other out. They're like, oh, wait, which one's the real one? Oh, that one there. Okay, cool. Oh, wait, it's me. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> like it's, so they can both tell each other apart. Yeah, and then when uh, they kill those guards, I was thinking, fuck it, hell, that was quite violent. Like. <laughs> When they're just doing their like little dance, I was like straight down. I was like, "Whoa, okay." But then, like, yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit weird how the the soldiers of Hyperion they know what Hyperion's about. They know Ricky Mort, Ricky of uh, Ricky, Mickey Rourke's pretty. He's he doesn't take kindly to anybody dis- disobeying his laws, and like, I definitely don't want people to touch those girls. And like, you know what? We're gonna go touch those girls and see what happens. You like, well, <laughs> the, yeah, I'm sure it will go down fine. But also, like when they uh, when they say he's Mickey Rourke's like asking the guards, it's like so which one is it? He's like torturing them, and then only then does the guy pipe up and go, "Oh yeah, one of them's escaped." And he's just like, "For fuck's sake, where do I get these people from?" <laughs> yeah, like, I can't get the staff. And then he just says, "Right, you're dead." Yeah, and it doesn't Stephen Dorff give the exposition, being like, "Oh, there's four oracles. They all, uh, you know." They all, all, there's one who's always hidden and they all claim to be that to protect him. If, if fucking some thief knows there's four oracles or four people, yeah. if, you know, priestesses, and yet Ricky, Ricky, I keep saying Ricky Mork, God, Mickey Ricky Rourke doesn't Mork. know. Is <laughs> his uh, less, less accomplished brother. I, th- I think Mickey Rourke just forgot his lines. <laughs> I think Mickey Rourke was just like, he's just like, oh, you, uh, by the way, 
Mickey, there's, there's supposed to be four of them. Remember this scene? And he goes, what? <laughs> you, sorry, I, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, then uh, Hyperion's like, all right, all right, Ricky Mork, just just take a, a contingent of my army and just fuck off to Cyprus while this whole thing goes down. Like, just go to one of the <laughs> islands, hang out. I, I, I can't have you around. Just messing up my chi. This, is, this ain't working. <laughs> Uh, well, it's it's funny how you were talking, uh, Patrick, about or was it Will talking about the um, the shrine and and just the general look of it? I thought this. I, I thought at the beginning it was a clear, and it is like a clear homage or rip off to Three Hundred. And I was like, oh damn, this is pretty heavy on that sort of grittiness and all that. And I found out that the director of this film, what's I've got the name somewhere, um, uh, Tarzan Singh. Uh, I didn't know him that well, but I know that the movie The Cell, which he directed, the one with um, Jennifer Lopez, if you guys ever saw that one. Oh, I think I might have seen that, yeah. It's got that one where she's like, jumps into like a serial killer's mind to try to like find out where uh, some hidden, some, some, his last victim or something is before she dies. Yeah, it's a, it's a real, that. it's a real head fight, like vi- visionally. Visually, sorry, it is like oh, I definitely recommend it. You've got like a young Vince Vaughn as a detective who he's like does a couple of one-liners, but is a serious actor in that. Uh, the movie itself is really, really good. It's got Vincent um, Diafonio, I think, the guy from Nofrio. Yeah, the guy who's in everything, like Full Metal Jacket. Um, yeah, um, that guy. Uh, and it's it's a it's a sick movie. But when you watch, when I heard that um, Singh directed was the director of this one. I was like, oh, it all comes together because he uses a lot of very uh, stylized shots and all that. I was like, oh, this is like the guy who made The Cell. He's like, oh, I'm going to make a <laughs> make a movie about Greek mythology now, but with all that shit in there. So it, it explains all the all the, um, the the imagery and the... There was, they said there was gore, but like I heard it was an R-rated film. I was like, ah, oh, Okay. Like I've seen more, yeah. I've seen more more stuff in a Game of Thrones episode than than you know, or even <laughs> even the old Spartacus TV show. I've seen more um more stuff in that in that that's than a, yeah, good weird. old Spartacus. Now that's that's a TV series, uh, but yeah, no, I thought that too. There were only a few scenes where you actually saw any blood at all, really. Like it's not like three hundred where limbs are chopping off. Yeah, but even then, you just have a little a little spatter of blood or something like that, and you're like, okay, like the ball where's scene my, where's my was R? quite rough. I, I, I think the ball scene might have been what pushed it over <laughs> when he he unicified the the, um, uh, the the traitor. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was, a, that was again that was gratuitous. Rough. That was just like out of nowhere. It's just like oh yeah, just gonna take your balls. That, that, that's it. There you go. You're gelded. You can't <laughs> yeah. you can't spread your traitor seed. Traitor that's, seed. That's yeah. Well, it was meant to be like because he's a coward because he deserted um, from his original army. And so they took away his manhood as a sign of him, like, because he was a coward, he's no longer a man. And that's why he did it. Uh, it just doesn't come across that way right away. You just think he's just done this for the sake of it. Yeah. Like I've, yeah, I've backed out of a fight before, or once or twice, and I definitely know my sperma uh, are cowardly. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to carry now. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you make that one move, your sperm's ruined for the rest of your life. I've also just realised that uh, Hyperion is cracking nuts in front of 
Lysander the whole way through the film. I didn't get that until till now. Oh man, <laughs> eating yes. the yeah. whole time. That's so funny. <laughs> what a dick. Honestly, I think Mickey Rock was the best part of this entire film. His his <laughs> lines, the way to, there's the one scene where he's where the guy's saying like, "Oh, the the gates were built to be impenetrable." And he's like, "Are gates ever meant, built and they're not meant to be <laughs> yeah. impenetrable?" I was like, "Yeah." Yeah, you're right. That's a good really point. good point. That's a really and again, that sounds like that's off. I feel like that's off script. That's Mickey Rourke going. This is dumb dialogue. Like, what are you, what are you saying to me, you idiot? Yeah. Oh my god. It's definitely definitely for for Mickey. That was one for the cinema for him. I thought. Yeah. Like, Here's the paycheck. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. So, yeah. um, is there any lingering uh? Cons you guys want to uh, throw at this uh, this film before we get into our, I guess, uh, sort of the tail end, a little general thoughts or whatever? Anything that's really sticking sticking in you? I know Patrick probably wants to go on for 45 minutes about the hats. Um, <laughs> I really, I really could. Out the listen time. We can yeah. out the listen time this way. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, that final battle with the Olympian gods. I'm like, you guys clearly just stumbled, like snuck onto the set of Gladiator. And like sprayed that little yeah. mask, sprayed uh, Maximus's thing with uh, some gold gold spray paint, and then chuffed off and fought some guys who have the same masks, but with little like I was like, oh man, it was um yeah that's that kind of I was like I was weirded out by that. Yeah, yeah. That, that like, was... it's hard. To, I think it's probably hard to really show Olympic gods in any part good way because they're just so kind of fantastical it's difficult mm. to they need to look so much better than just the average people but they're obviously played by normal people so you need to really raise it up they just went with such a weird way it's like we're not going to make them look any more impressive so we can add hats to them and that'll be it that'll be that'll be where their power comes from there was one scene where i don't know which god it was but it's it's the one like they're in they're on Olympus and one of them puts down, I guess Zeus's hammer or something, and you just see it and then he turns and you see it in profile <laughs> and it's this weird elongated shape and I actually burst out laughing because like, <laughs> what is what is he wearing? There's probably what like a few takes where he's, where he's like taking out the boom mic operator or something like that. <laughs> he's a ball, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> I think for me the uh, the thing that lingers is you know when. Um, uh, what's he called? Theseus goes back to bury his mum in that weird sort of tomb where he's pushing her in, which I thought was a bit like pushing like a bin down a chute. It was a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but it just so happened that the inconvenient rock next to where he's putting his mother in—it's where yeah. the Epirus bow is. It's like he has like that Epirus bow has been there since I'm guessing the beginning of the village. Like the village is probably younger. So you telling mm. me in all that time, no one's bothered to like move this big fucking stone mm. or just you know? like have like chisel the shit away from the inside of the tomb like, oh this will make any coffin go in or any slab that'll make it go in real easy nah nah like gary can sort <laughs> nah, that we'll next just leave week it. <laughs> like, it's an art feature it's gotta stay <laughs> the tools were there in the room was it was was theseus did theseus just like get there in before this random carpenter dude was about to crack him, <laughs> and then he would have been the hero's story but then he had to leave for a smoke break and theseus comes in picks up his tools and then hacks away at it Alternative reality where that's the one that was trained with the bow. Oh my god! What if there was an entire like other hero who was supposed to be the focus <laughs> of of this story, and Theseus is just there getting in the way the entire time. Yeah, Carpenterius yeah. the carpenter, and he's like, "This has my time to yeah. shine." He come and he steps back from his smoko, and he sees 
uh, Theseus and the Minotaur bloke having a go at it. He's like, oh, I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll come back later. And he comes back <laughs> and the bow is gone. Yeah, yeah. He's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, that, like he, uh, I don't know. I feel like that whole scene though is just a bit strange. Like, I don't, I can't get. My, the only thing I could think is maybe it's like the sword in the stone, like the Arthur thing, that only Theseus mm. could smash it, or maybe only Theseus could see it. That was the other thing. I mean, this is mythology after all. So you know. Someone keeps tripping over randomly at that spot in the temple. Like, what's going on over in this specific yeah. spot? I can't see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, is there in the corner like, it's the stone, man. What's the stone? I don't see it. But it's like I guess a cloaking all, device yeah. over it. I guess it all stems back to Theseus, not uh, the story or the writers not, or the direction, not portraying Theseus as being someone who has divine seed or anything. The only thing you see is that Zeus is like, oh, I believe in him because he's the best of mankind. Like, like if you're going to find, like, divine weapons and, you know, things of the gods, it means you've got some god shit in you. And, like, mm. every mm. every story has him being, uh, has any of these heroes uh, usually being at least part god, like having one god parent. So, so they've got that. So, like, oh, I can do all this fantastic stuff because... I've got, um, instead of being uh, raped by a bunch of blokes, my mum lay with Poseidon or with Zeus or whatever. And it was like, oh, I didn't really, mm. you know, he, he didn't stick around to be my dad, but he did give me some awesome skills. So I think that was just a, yeah. it, it was just a bit weird. A lot of stuff happened in that, that, that it's like, oh, just reasons. Theseus is pretty good, eh? Hey, look at how shiny this bow is. <laughs> It was like oh, yeah. I yeah. was like oh, that is shiny. That's a shiny bow. <laughs> it, it, it did look it did look really good though. I did like that bow, and oh. for the time, yeah, I, no, I, yeah. like, I like the bow as well. That yeah. was one of my pros for this film was the shiny bow. Yeah, I'll give it that. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah, sings just going, just look at the bow, everyone. Isn't that shiny? Don't worry about plot inconsistencies. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> everyone in the audience like, yes, we love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, forget the axe, forget the axe. <laughs> forget the axing, forget the axing, I thought you were going to say. <laughs> oh, man, oh. I think that axe is going to stick with me for a while. <laughs> it's, it's, I was just watching it going, that ain't chopping shit, mate. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the first, one of the first scenes. <laughs> You're establishing your film with that. Oh, well. Um, yeah, cool. <laughs> Clearly, that's that's been a gripe of mine. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess we'll move into the uh I guess general thoughts of it and um I think it's for me I feel like it was clear that the writers and directors didn't really care too much about staying faithful to any sort of story which I guess was what um what you hit on the hit on the head Jamie with uh them wanting to to steer away from any sort of historical realism by doing exactly what the ancients would do and just like make up what they want to suit the time so i, I like i like that that unique story that was pretty cool um or you know having a unique story is pretty cool but in the end i thought the story just wasn't that great it just didn't really hold up to what was going on i felt like people were doing things and feeling ways about things without being explained why they're doing or feeling like that like theseus is just like you know what I got a chip on my shoulder the whole movie. I'm going to get the guy who killed my mum. And then at the end, like towards the end, he's like, I'm going to live forever. My deeds will be immortal. I'm going to be like, people are going to like come line up to suck me off when I'm, when I'm, when I'm, you know, because <laughs> I'm that awesome. You're like, you weren't like that guy before. Like, why, why are you letting all this go to your head now? He's just like, I will be remembered. You're like, you just wanted to avenge your mum. That's all you wanted to do. Yeah. 
at no point yeah. if you see a scene of him being like oh thanks uh, John Hurt for giving me all this training even though I can't chop a log uh, I'm going to be a great hero one day and you'll see and John Hurt's like you will you will be a great hero go Theseus there's none of that he's just like oh I'm going to save me mum or avenge me mum and then by the way I want to be a kick-ass hero as well and you guys can all witness me uh, me rising so it was a bit a bit strange um, but yeah that's 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 Probably my my just general thoughts in the end. It was it was, it's okay if you don't think about it too much. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I felt. I felt like it was the kind of film that I used to go to like when I was a teenager with like a good mate, get some beers, half watch it, and have a good chat about how sh- like shocking it is. But it's oh, yeah. still good. You still go. You know, I went to I've been to like Clash of the Titans, perfect example, where I used to go mm. to those films knowing I wasn't expecting like. Oscar-winning acting or good narratives. I'm just there for the laughs. And I think that is kind of where I put this film for me. It's like one of those, don't expect anything and you're going to have a good time. Expect anything and you're in, <laughs> you're in <Yeah>. trouble. <laughs> and, and with like Clash of the Titans, you go there going, I'm going to watch a story. And then then you see little Mads Mikkelsen pop out. You're like, oh, Mads, what are you doing, mate? I didn't know you were in this. <laughs> and he's like, I'm amazing. Exactly. Like, yes, you are. What a legend! That's so true. Yeah, so true. Yeah, which I don't think Luke Evans as uh, Zeus really like did the same thing for me. <laughs> no, it's not like Matt oh. Mickelson. <laughs> I was waiting for the Gaston singing. That's what <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for. Well, he's Luke Evans is in Clash of the Titans. He's but he's relegated yeah. to like one of the other gods as a less oh, important yeah. god. So clearly, this didn't go very well for him. And they went, yeah, you could be in it, but you. You can't be Zeus. I mean, it was it's Liam Neeson <laughs> yeah. as Zeus, so that fits better with being Zeus, I think. It was pretty weird, like, watching Luke Evans the whole film, I was like, I couldn't help but think, I was like, mate, it's still, he, he did, um, he did, what, Dracula Immortal, he did, he did some stuff. He'd just done a, a few stuff before it, but I was like, oh, he's at the point where I was like, mate, if you didn't take off I wouldn't be surprised if you had done a couple of porn flicks. <laughs> just sort of just took a nosedive and it's like, oh, you know what? He just, just just goes that way. And I was like, oh, Luke Evans. But I'm glad he didn't. Zeus is the gateway. Zeus is the gateway to it. He's already <laughs> halfway thinking, there, yeah. 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 But the, the crazy thing is, though, from there you've got Henry Cavill and Luke Evans have had great careers since this film. Like, Luke Evans is a good actor. Like, he's been in some good stuff. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Like how uh, inexplicably? Get... How does that happen? <laughs> like, yeah, it was yeah. bizarre. Like I saw a um a few uh, reviews by of this film by some American uh, reviewers, and they're like, "Oh, Henry Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill." They don't know if to say Kevin. <laughs> it's Cavill. I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, you know, we we haven't seen much of him at all." I'm like, "He was in the Tudors. That was a pretty pretty good show." Mm. I mean, Jonathan yeah, Jonathan really Rhys Davies is that the guy, or uh, yep. was I thinking Gimli? Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Oh, wait, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> no, anyway, the guy who plays Henry, like, extremely, uh, you know, that's not exactly the Henry we all know. But uh, you go, oh, you forgive that because mm. it's a pretty pretty good story. Yeah. And it kept going. Sam Neill was great as the Cardinal. Cardinal Wolseley, um, you sort of go. He was, and I like, I really liked Henry Cavill in that. And a lot of people, especially the American audiences, just did not know him from that. So they're like, oh, this guy's going to be Superman. I'm like, he's done, he's got a pretty good record already. Like, he was alongside Natalie Dormer. Um, doing that, and then, yeah. yeah, and they're all kind of blowing up. So, was is Tudor's like that big though? Because I mean, you're talking to the right people to see if this is a <laughs> oh, very the choir here, yeah. group of people. Yeah, yeah. 
I think like it was quite big. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like it, it did blow up. I can't. Re- oh, I, I don't know. Maybe it, it's it, just. It went on for a while, so mm. it did. It was extremely popular around here, like Australia, like out my, my neck of the woods. Um, it's one of those things where I reckon because of the success of something like a Game of Thrones or something like that, it makes people think, oh, like period piece even though Game of Thrones isn't a period piece, but stuff like that <laughs> in that sort of setting is pretty good. Like there, I know Netflix, for instance, is um, they just got hold um, in Australia of the the White Queen uh, series. Oh, really? And yeah, uh, yeah. and I saw like a bit of that, and then I I dropped off. But I was like, oh, it's a, clearly there's an interest in that sort of stuff. But Tudors, it seems to have a similar sort of standing as maybe not as high as like The Sopranos or Breaking Bad, but mm. it's one of those ones where like it's a pretty complete and well done series which oh, is a bit, bit rare you don't really come across those too much if they sort of if it is complete it's just gotten to a point where people are like oh we don't care about this it's been milked as much as it is but yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure Tudors is still still has a pretty good standing yeah yeah you kind of had to take it with a pinch of salt don't look too closely at uh, <laughs> the history and some of the interactions but uh, yeah it's, it's definitely visually pleasing to watch I've watched yeah. all of it I loved it so yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, what about you guys? What was your final thoughts? <laughs> Do you want to go I should say, Patrick, Sorry. you can go first. <laughs> <laughs> so British, so British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I, I insist. <laughs> we're very polite. We were yeah, just yeah, having yeah. a staring contest, and like, who's going to break first? <laughs> I should have, I should have said one of you instead of. Just, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I really yeah. threw the gauntlet down. <laughs> Because normally you look at the pe- you cut you kind of look yeah. at the person, but it doesn't work on Zoom because you just look at everyone at the same time. So yeah, well you guys are looking at um, like who's going to be more accommodating. I will be more accommodating. Never I shall accommodate you in the afterlife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we will stay. We will sit in silence and no one will talk before any of us breaks it. Um, this is a British heaven. We're not having any of that yeah. breakfast around here. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, but uh, I, I mean, I'd say it's. It's like a, it is that kind of trash film that they kind of, I think a lot of actors take the paycheck and they phone it in a bit, you know, they want to keep going. And even like the directors and producers are like, this will make a good bit of money. And it seems very much off the back of 300. And I'm sure it didn't make as much money, but it probably cost a lot less because I think there's like three scenes, like three actual sets. Like they use that village (laughs) five times, despite Mm. them not needing to. They also then go straight back to the other temple at the beginning a few times like they're not it's not a big budget so i reckon it's it's that it's in that kind of realm for a film so i think if you look at it like that it's good fun and it's you know yeah. it's it, it it is that kind of if you go in expecting what it's it's going to be a bit naff it means you just enjoy any bit you can and i think there were and i do think there are some positive bits i think the combat is all right and I think some of the acting is okay, but probably just because the actors are cool and we like them as opposed to them sticking to the script. So, you know, I, I, I think I probably thoroughly enjoyed it, despite probably I probably shouldn't have. So that's why I land on it. I love it. Mm. Yeah. All right, Jamie, round it off, mate. What's, uh, what, what did you, what's your takeaway from it? Well, you know, as I was watching it, I was loving every minute of it. It was the perfect film. <laughs> and then I saw that wood-cutting scene, and it vomited from there. <laughs> Just couldn't get over it. It's the thing of my nightmares. 
but you know, it is it's just a great film to watch uh, as we've all been saying throwing around like if you don't take it too seriously it's great uh it's just good fun and i think that's probably the just the best way to view it you know it's got some funny moments unintentionally funny moments uh you know it's got the good acting in places uh in parts there wasn't any place where i just sat there and was like this is atrocious until the kid walked on um but that was two minutes before the end so it was fine that, it's they're excused for that teasing a sequel that never came oh, oh yes yeah, oh, so true. what a, what a disappointment Ooh. No, I'll get working on the sequel now, right? I'll get an axe. I'll go out to the nearest <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just start hacking away. War is coming. And I'll yeah, yeah. told me at once. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, if I had to score it, I'd probably say like 8 out of 10 would have been a 9 if it wasn't for the wood cutting in the hat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very good uh, yeah no it was, it was i think it, it, in all, all in all it was fine like you don't think too much about it it doesn't because it doesn't stick to any real uh established story you're like okay you're gonna throw in some th- things that like don't necessarily line up in mythology like cool that's fine it's, it was a fine movie you sort of have a couple of beers like i did and then just like in, just sit back and enjoy just just yeah <laughs> Don't think too much. <laughs> a bit of fun. That's you so know, it's, true. It's an hour <laughs> yeah. and a half, hour and 50 minutes or whatever. You're like, it's fine. It's fine. It's sometimes nice to watch something where you don't have to think. Like, that's a really enjoyable experience that I don't think we get enough of, where you can just kind of switch off your head. You can just <laughs> loosely listen to the dialogue. There's some flashing images. It's just the kind of nice... It's a, it's a nice time. And it's not. It was, also, it wasn't too long which I feel like it could have got... I, I like they kept it short. Maybe they cut out some fairly crucial scenes to give some context, <laughs> but who cares? Yeah, in the end, you're like, wait, what? Ah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Technical interference. TV's a bitchy business. From what I, what I noticed, oh, anyway. Yeah, from what I've... Yeah. yeah. But and that's why when it, whenever I found out, like when I, when someone was like, "Oh, Ellen DeGeneres, she's really mean behind the scenes," I'm like, "Probably, probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally." I totally get a call that. <laughs> yeah, no one's amazing on screen and off screen. You can't be you can't be on all the time. We're all cunts off screen. We just love when we're on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. This is <laughs> Patrick and I are not friends. I'm pushing rape victims into ponds and temples all the time, just calling them whores oh, as, yeah, they, yeah, as yeah. they go. Just <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, awful. Man. I mean, but that's hey, that's that's the, that's what you do to get if you that's what you got to do to get through your day to day. So be it to bring out you know nice nice contented uh, podcasts. I'm sure it's a price <laughs> society. It's a weirdly really motivational it. thing to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's all about the listeners. It's all about <laughs> all for the, the ratings. You go and cloud a kid in public, like it's okay. He's got an episode coming out next week. I'm sure it'll be good. Oh, beautiful. Well, uh, yeah. Well, that's that's that pretty much wraps it all. Uh, wraps it all for the uh, this this movie review, guys. I I, I gave it a soft uh, four and a half, maybe five, just because it was like, yeah, get get through it and. Have a good time. Uh, it's funny I was saying about uh, not really having to think about stuff. I've sort of, I remember I used to uh, hound myself to be like, no, I need to watch interesting stuff that I need to think about, like the dense plot lines and all that. And I was like, oh, the older I get, and now with a kid, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just happy to watch something that's kind of fun. 
or just like don't have to think about. Like I watched um, mm. the movie Bloodshot with Vin Diesel, who just keeps keeps <laughs> keeps trucking. Um, <laughs> and that was uh, that was the story. All the premise was kind of cool. Have you guys seen it at all? No, never heard of it. Never heard of it. All right, it's kind of enlighten us, please. Yeah, but no, you know what? That's no, Vin with Diesel films. I already know what you're. I know what level <laughs> you're at. It's pretty much like think like I watched the movie Pitch Pitch Dark with him, like back in the oh, day. Yeah, I think it was yeah. his first role, and I was like, that's pretty cool because he's like, I'm Vin Diesel, one liner, one liner, and you're like, okay, cool. And this is like, I'm really old, fat Vin Diesel. I lost my memory. One liner, one liner. I'm like, you should be questioning why you don't have a memory, and like, you should be freaking out because you don't know anything about your life. And he's like, nah, um, one liner right here. I'm tough. And you're like, well, I can remember the rest of the lines. It was really bizarre. It was bizarre, but um, it was like I was like, oh yeah, don't have to think about it too much. Um, it was kind of fun, but yeah, it's fine. Time to get into some uh. Some more more character based uh, narratives, I reckon, as well. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely want to thank you guys for jumping on board. Uh, Will and Patrick from the Cloak and Dagger podcast. Um, looking forward to the fourth season, guys, or season three point two. Um, yeah, any ideas? Any any any, any any hints you want to drop? Any on a uh, on a release date? Although this this episode will probably drop after the after the season opens. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, li- the listeners to this will probably know more than we do at the moment about when that's coming out. So it'll be out, I reckon. I'm going to, I'm oh, definitely going to regret doing this. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. regret. It'll be out, hopefully, in May. Oh, sweet. Okay. <laughs> Christ. That's, uh, I've got a lot of editing to do. <laughs> People can start getting excited, they can get pretty, pretty pumped for this one. And, and this yeah, will still nice, be, this will nice. be following uh, cities as well, or is this uh, a little bit of a twist? as well to the uh that story so yeah yeah we could we could, we could give some info so no we're actually we're you could just you could just be like no you you gotta wait you gotta wait <laughs> maybe i should yeah maybe that maybe i should no no no, uh, no, no i'll tell I'll, I'll tell you it's just it's a sneak peek you know it's a it's a bonus just for your listeners yeah um no we're looking at uh battles so we've picked Ooh. four very strange and i guess lesser known battles you know, we don't want to do Waterloo and really obvious stuff like that because everyone kind of knows it, or at least everyone we know mm. knows stuff about mm. that. Um, but we found some really weird ones. There's particularly, I mean, the first one, I w- it's it's <laughs> Will's one, and I was completely blown away by it. It's just the most bizarre thing ever, and I think it's. I mean, you know, the 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 writers of this film. <laughs> Could have learned a, th- learned a few things from uh, the battles of history because they didn't really go that far. Whereas some of the stuff, you, the most ridiculous stuff you can find in history with battles. So, yeah, that's Ooh. that's where we're going. Excellent. Movie. Well, you heard it here first, people. Um, I'm, oh, I'm 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 getting excited about that one. And that that's, awesome. uh, takes <laughs> takes me back to the episode that uh, you did, Jamie. I think it was your first or second one. Was it the Battle of uh, Dunbrunner? Oh, the Battle the of uh, Brunnenburg. Brunnenburg. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Brunnenburg. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, exactly. I, didn't, word for yeah, I didn't I didn't know anything about that battle. I mean, and the significance that I had. So I'm just like, oh, you find that um yeah, any stories around around like battles get me, so I am already hooked. <laughs> I'm already, already into it. We're, all, the, we're uh, all little boys at heart that like soldiers yeah. fighting, so yeah. <laughs> we want swords. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful, um, and ex- and thanks, thanks, Jamie, as well for jumping on. Uh, and thank uh, you for having yeah, me. Loved it. You killed it, mate. Did great. Um, how's um, how's things looking for you, for your 
<laughs> or post post for <laughs> uh, post uni i guess that that mountain you got to climb at the moment when i when i wake up from the fever dream after the assessments <laughs> uh i will have great things on the way um i have i have a couple of ideas floating around just nothing like a, not a concrete plan yet uh, i'll that's i'll work on it um at some point he says um, <laughs> rather than just doing more improvised episodes, which has somehow been the format for mine so far, it's just been me waking up and going, I want to talk about this today, and that's what we're going to do. And that's great. Um, but yeah, yeah, it works no. really well. Good, we, good things it. on the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Excellent. All right, well, uh, yeah, thanks again, guys, for, for staying up late. Uh, and thanks to me for getting up early all the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, had to make sacrifices. <laughs> I'm far better at getting, staying up late than waking up in the morning, so I'm glad we did it this way around. Oh, I think we all, we all made the yeah. sacrifice by watching the film in the first place. Ooh, zing. <laughs> exactly. Those are hours we will not be getting back. A worthy <laughs> sacrifice, yeah. Oh, man, oh, man. But excellent. It's I, worth well, it for the podcast, though. Mate. thanks so oh, much definitely. oh thanks Thank, thanks yeah, for joining thanks so and um and listeners i'll leave links uh in the description for both the cloak and dagger podcast and uh jamie jamie history and uh check them out if you haven't already uh they are both uh, phenomenal podcasts and uh and definitely one of my faves so um yeah check it out if you can and uh, and we'll catch you next time on a on, on another bonus episode where we'll review a movie review an episode maybe a book who knows a painting <laughs> Why not? Getting <laughs> that's a novel idea. I like that. I'm not an art historian, but I'll have a crack. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Just us four stood around going, that's a nice painting. I like <laughs> yes. this one. I like this one. It's a nice painting. <laughs> we might not be able to go for as long, I don't think. <laughs> we we can stretch yeah. it out. We can stretch it out. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Excellent. All right, cool. Well, be well, everybody. And uh, we'll catch you next time um, on a little history podcast. Awesome. All right. Cheers for now. Thank you for listening to A Little History. To get in touch, feel free to get us on Facebook, Instagram, or hit us up on the Gmail at littlehistorypodcast.gmail.com. We'll catch you next time for A Little History. Cheers.